All right, welcome to Romans survey class. This is Romans survey class number 14. And we'll be reading the whole chapter of verse 14 today for your familiarization. That's about 23 verses. We'll make very minimal comments. Uh, Romans 14, verse number one. Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. A A wonderful passage this is. The Bible tells us we're saved by grace through faith. And Romans chapter 3 tells us that that faith is in the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ that was made for our sins. We're saved by faith, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Those are great passages. That is a great blessing to be able to be saved by faith and, and not by man's imperfect works. That's a wonderful thing. And so this passage adds to that idea by letting us know that there is no specific capacity of faith that we have to have. We can be weak in the faith. It's not an ideal situation, but our faith can be weak. Our faith can be strong. Our faith can be stable. And all of these things are acceptable unto God. We're only required to have faith in Jesus Christ, not a certain amount of quality or quantity. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when I say quality, the faith has to be real, and that's the only quality that it has to have. And the Bible says here, Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Now, Somebody who is who has faith in Christ is accepted in the beloved, as it says in Ephesians chapter 1. The Bible says you can receive a man that's weak in the faith, but not to doubtful disputations. If it's going to become an argument, if it's going to become uh, fussing and fighting, then uh, that is something that's going to hinder uh, the work. It's something that's going to hinder the, the move of the Holy Spirit within a church service or within fellowship between brethren. And so those things can have adverse effects. But at any rate, he says, a man that's weak in the faith, you're to receive, but not to doubtful disputation. And the idea behind this is about a man's manner of living, his conversation, as the Bible says. And the Bible says here, for one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. And so this talks about the way a man lives his life. Verse number five says, one man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So this is talking about a way a man lives his life as far as things that God accepts or does not accept. This is not talking about doctrinal matters. There's a difference between heresy and a different way of living your life. So this is very important. A man can go back in the Old Testament. A man can read the scriptures and see that God... uh, hallowed the sabbath day or that he prohibited the eating of this food or that food and even the the apostles had questions about those things that were answered in the book of acts but just because they were answered in the book of acts doesn't negate the fact that they certainly did have questions about these things and so these questions can clearly be answered from the scripture but not everybody has the same strength when it comes to faith the bible says faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god and so if somebody has a lack of faith or a weak faith then the answer certainly is for them to be taught and when you teach your brother 
in Christ or your sister in Christ, it takes patience, not arguments, patience. So the teaching, the building up of your brother and sister in faith, you can receive somebody and teach them. But you, the Bible makes it clear here that arguments about such things as this is not the way to go about strengthening your brother. And so he says here in verse number three, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? So the idea is not to judge, but to teach. The idea is not to get bent out of shape. He says, don't despise him. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. It's not to... Uh, for you to get bent out of shape because somebody doesn't see something exactly the same way you do. There's, uh, as long as the Lord tarries, as long as the Lord doesn't return, we've got time to to teach, we've got time to preach, we've got time to, to help, we've got time to minister, and that should be the a patient dealing with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And the Bible says there are some that cause divisions, and you'll mark them, and, and, and that you'll stay away from them, and that there'll be heresies among you, and those things have to be pointed out. And God has set some in the church, pastors and, and teachers and such things as that, to, to handle those things and to to teach the scripture and from the scripture prove what is right and what is wrong. But this idea of uh, being bent out of shape at your brother because he doesn't see something the same way you do, it's just not productive. Matter of fact, it's counterproductive to you keeping a good spirit. And so I think that's sufficient comment on that and we'll move on. Verse four, who art thou that judgest another man's servant? Again, these are in these particular cases. Uh, a, ma a man's brother who is, uh, you know, perhaps mixed up in adultery, as in the book of Corinthians. Those things are meant to be judged. The Bible says judge righteous judgment. The Bible says that uh, judgment must begin at the house of God. But there are situations that certainly have to be dealt with. But these issues of uh, one person having enough faith to do something, and one person believing that that a thing shouldn't be done these are not the uh, these are not the issues dietary issues uh, sacred days and such as that are not issues to which you would want to fall out with your brother on one man esteemeth oh let's read verse 4 who art thou that judgest another man's servant to his own master he standeth or falleth yea he shall be holding up for God is able to make him stand. God can hold up a man. If a man decides he has to keep a day sacred, God will hold that man up. And if he continues to read the Bible and continues to listen to teaching, God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he, he that eateth not to the Lord he eateth not and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. 
But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. So the idea is you don't destroy the man. You don't just, you don't just, uh, negate this thing that that's in the man's heart you must pray for the man you must teach the man you must minister to the man you must help him grow in grace and knowledge grow in grace and knowledge just like you have and so that's the great way to go about these things it's a, it's a it's a good passage of scripture on dealing with people who are not established in the faith So he says here in verse number, I'll read verse 14. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably, destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You can't get the kingdom of God from drinking something or eating something. You get the kingdom of God by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit produces righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, you can browbeat somebody until they go ahead and eat the same kind of things that you do but you'll probably be destroying the man's conscience while you do that that's why the bible says that uh, he says not to put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in thy brother's way and he says if, it, if a man esteems something to be unclean to him it is unclean and he said destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. So you don't force somebody or browbeat somebody. You convince, and that's the way to go about these things. Verse number 19, or verse number 18, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. These are the comments I've already made. Verse 20, for meat destroy not the work of God, all things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. The things that you're allowed to do by God's grace, those ritual portions of the law, those parts of the law that withheld certain meats and things from men. He said, if you eat that out of, out of spite because somebody else says it's not 
uh, it's not lawful or it's not right to do those things, then you're really condemning yourself because you're doing it out of a bad attitude, uh, uh, an attitude of ridicule rather than an attitude of faith and compassion and long-suffering and those things that it'll take for you to help your brother uh, be established in the faith. He that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he that because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. He that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. Again, I was I mentioned it to you a while ago. He says, "Destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died." You browbeat somebody into uh, into submission or ridicule them until they say, "Oh, okay, I'll eat it." Well, he's not eating it by faith. Then faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Uh, Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you'll have to use the word of God to improve their faith. To increase their faith and strengthen their faith. All right. We'll pick up next time in in chapter number 15.